Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, everyone. My name is Deb Weekly. I am so excited to be here with you guys for this week's Meet the Team. You guys, we've got such a big, incredible team here at Help Club for Moms, and I love them all. And I want you guys to know all about them because they love you. They pray for you. They, they serve the Lord Jesus at Help Club because they love him and they love helping moms know the love of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I am here today with my dear friend, Catherine Egley. And Catherine is amazing. She has four boys. She is an amazing woman of God. And I'm so excited for you to hear all about her today. But uh, I just want to say hello, Catherine. You look beautiful. Oh, thank you. So do you. (laughs) you. Well, why don't you tell us about uh, who you're married to, your amazing husband and your children and how old they are. Okay, great. Yeah. Hi, I'm Catherine Egley, and I'm married to Ted Egley. We've been married 21 years, and we have four sons. I have George, who's 15, almost a driver, almost 16. Wow. Clark, I know, who's four, just turned 14. And then um, Paul, who's 11, and Luke, who's nine. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe how big they're getting. When you were in Colorado, how long ago was that before you moved? I mean, it was five years now or a little over five years. Yeah. But we moved there. My baby was a baby, you know, he was just turned one and now he's nine. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, I just, I'm so thankful. I know that, uh, we were friends when you were here, we hung out together, served together. You served at our church and then you moved away, but I'm really glad we, we stayed serving together at help club. And, And, uh, oh my goodness, Catherine writes for help club. She records podcasts. She works in the online group. She does the prayer request Monday. Um, I mean, you've done so much at Help Club. What else do you do? Is there anything I'm missing? Pinterest. Pinterest. Um, She does our Pinterest. Our mom tips. Okay, hold the phone. I need to talk about that for just a second. So, Catherine, how long have you been doing our Pinterest? Um, Probably close to when I moved, I think, is when you asked me. So about five years. And when I started, I just loved the mom tip. So I thought we could just take a mom tip and highlight one at a time on Pinterest. And at that time, you had about 100 followers. And, um, I don't know, a few hundred views. And I was just looking the other day and you have like, what, 13,000 followers and a million views, a million, and, 1.1 um, million views yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every month, every I month, know. but you, yeah. and the Lord Jesus did it. Like you started just posting mom tips a couple times a week. And, you know, I'm sure praying for our Pinterest and because I don't even, honestly, I'm so embarrassed to say this. I don't know how Pinterest works and uh, you do, and God does. And so we have this incredible Pinterest account. And so thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, yeah, so go check it out. If you like Pinterest, go to our Pinterest account. Yes. Yes. Follow those mom tips. They're so good. I love it. Okay. Now, Catherine is also a published author and she's a blogger and she writes the most amazing blogs, super practical, super helpful. Her Pinterest is amazing. I mean, you can learn so much from Catherine. Her website is katherineegley.com. And is your Pinterest, what's it called? Catherine it's Egley. probably Catherine Egley as well. 
I don't even know. (laughs) E-G-L-Y. Yes. Yes. And tell us about your books. You've written two children's books and I love Thank you. When I lived in Colorado Springs, I published a children's book called Climb, Source, Swim, Explore. And it's a fun little story about my boys hiking Pikes Peak and teaching you about the animals that live on that mountain. And then I I recently did an author's night here. I'm in Minnesota now. And I just, all the only book I had was a Colorado book. And I'm like, I need to have another book. So I, I worked on uh, my next book. This is a true story about my four boys, a rescue story. So it's called The Great Lake Rescue. And it's a true story. And it uh, tells their story of rescuing someone and just inspires kids to be on the lookout to help others and encourages them to be kind. So um, that's my new book that I just published. So you can find them at CatherineEgley.com or uh, Amazon. Amazon. I love your books. I especially love the Great Lake Rescue. It's so cute. And I do love how it really encourages children to know that they can do big things. Yeah. yeah. They can do big things. They can help others too. Just because they're young doesn't right. mean they can't help others. And I love right. that your book is is so amazing and focused on, on helping others. And, and really, yeah. I mean, if you think about that scripture, when Paul said to Timothy, don't let anyone look down, look down on you because you're, you're young. young. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's a, one of my favorite verses. And um, yeah, and I, that's what I, I, I tell the kids, like, you're never too young to help others. You're never too young to show kindness. And those little things make such a big difference. Mm-hmm. I think that we should just chat for just two seconds about this. So Paul said to Timothy, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. and it goes on. I, I don't. I wasn't prepared to talk about it. It's just off the cuff. But you know, I, I do think, and, and we did this with our children when they were growing up. We always told our kids that they can really make a difference, even though they're young. And mm-hmm. you know, our kids served in vacation Bible school. They helped out. You know, with the kids. My son had summer camps for kids when he was 13 years old. He would have, and he made a ton of money. He I had, yeah, he had kids over, and and they would do things like make those foam weapons, you know, LARPing Uh with the foam on top, but the little PVC pipe. Yeah. And he made money. He earned money. And he also did this other maker day thing where they did projects on how to make things and testing them with physics. And he was 13. And and our daughter was discipling another girl when she was, when my daughter was 15, she was discipling a a 13 year old girl. I would drop her off at the coffee shop and and she was taking wow. me through the study, experiencing God, that Bible study. And I just don't think, I, you know what? Sometimes I think that we do not think nearly enough about what all our kids are, can accomplish. If you think yes. about in history. So, you know, have you heard of Admiral Farragut? No. Admiral Farragut was an admiral back in um, oh, the 1800s. But he had, he commanded his first ship when he was either 12 or 13. Wow. Yep. George Washington was uh, a high ranking officer in the military when he was 16. President George Washington. Yes. 16. And there's so like you could look up uh, people, famous people in history that were young. Franklin started a store at like 12 or 13 and would write letters to, to change politics and stuff like that at 12 or 13. So, yes. It's never too young for our kids to be leaders, to write letters, to make a difference. Absolutely. And I I think we should have them think outside the box. Yeah. 
pray for God to open doors for our kids that only he can open and that we would see where he's working in their lives and their giftings that they can share with their world. And, and, you know, this starts when your kids are young too, going and serving and bringing a meal to someone and bringing your kids along and, you know, going to a hospital and visiting someone that's sick and praying, you know, with kids there. That's what we did. I don't know if you can still do that at the hospital, but we would bring our kids to the hospital. We would pray over the people. We would bring meals. We'd pray over the people. You know, you just, we just have to be thinking because I think a lot of times kids get in trouble because they do not have big enough goals and dreams for their life. I think young adults that do not like, and teenagers, older teens and young adults that do not have some type of plan, big goals, big dreams, they're going to get into trouble because- mm. If, if, if much is expected from them, you know, if we're encouraging them to do great things, both of my kids had internships when they were in high school and college, like That's right. think yeah. bigger moms, that was totally off the cuff. So I think it was Love probably, it. so yeah, think yeah. bigger. Okay. Yes. So yeah. I want uh, you guys to hear from Catherine, uh, but I'm going to pray first. Did okay. I, I haven't prayed yet, right? Um, not on here. No. Not on here. We prayed together. Okay, I'll pray real quick. Lord, thank you so much for Catherine. Thank you that she is such a rich storehouse of your treasures, of your word, of your wisdom. Oh my goodness, if I were saying one word that encompasses Catherine is wisdom. She is a wise woman. She is a wise mother, a wise wife, a wise Christian. She uses her gifts and talents for you. And God, I pray that uh, you would bring the people to this uh, video and podcast who need to watch it. I pray, God, that um, you would um, just let this be so encouraging and further your kingdom, God. That's what we want to do. We want to further your kingdom. Uh, we want to take ground for the kingdom of God right now in what we're doing. We don't want to take it for granted that every single appointment counts for you, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, bless us as we speak. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. All right. So I have some questions we've been asking our team. So the first one is what is your favorite scripture right now and why? And I know I have to say right now, because I'm sure you have a thousand. Oh my gosh. I had so many. Yes. I mean, well, thank you for saying that about me being wise, but James one five is one of my favorite verses because it says, if anybody lacks wisdom, ask God who gives generously without finding fault. And that's a verse I go to every day because parenting's hard and I don't always know what the right answer is, but God does. And so he says, if you ask him, he'll give you wisdom. And that's so reassuring to me. So that is uh, one of my favorite verses. And then I think a life verse that I love that our life um, is Psalm 91. I mean, that's been a kind of a family generational verse that we've gone to over and over. I remember one of my first memories is um, being a young girl laying in bed next to my sister and my mom and my older sister quoting Psalm 91 together. And I remember thinking, I can't wait till I'm big enough to memorize that too. And um, there's so much power in Psalm 91. If you haven't read it in a while, go back to read, go back to it and read it. But I saw Psalm 91 like um, come to life recently with my niece and, and you heard the story, Deb, but my four-year-old niece was um, driven over by a truck and um, a big truck, a big truck, like a big truck that was pulling a trailer. Thankfully that was the trailer was not connected to it. Um, But my sister and brother-in-law swept her up and took her right to the hospital 
on the way to the hospital, she asked my sister to sing Tremble that says, Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. She needed to hear the name of Jesus. And then there's a song that they've been singing together called Lily's Song. Her name is Lily. And in this song, it's like, praise the Lord, oh, my soul. It's a beautiful song. You can find it on YouTube. But in the middle of the song, it says, she will live and not die and proclaim the wonder of your, uh, the uh, proclaim the wonder or something like proclaim the works of the Lord. And she got to the hospital. All she had was one broken bone and she didn't need surgery. She didn't need stitches. Um, she was a miracle and she had tire tracks across her little body, four-year-old little body. And uh, my sister saved her shirt just so she would never forget the miracle that was done that day. And um, my sister said a counselor told her that when you go through something traumatic, ask Jesus where he was in that situation. And she felt Jesus saying, I was covering her. I was protecting her. And she asked her little four-year-old and said, Lily, where was Jesus? Did you feel Jesus with you when that truck ran over you? And she giggled and she's like, yeah, mom, it felt light like feathers. And um, of course that like gives us chills because in Psalm 91 verse four, it says, he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings, you will find refuge. I mean, if the word is not alive, I don't know. I mean, you can't argue it. It is alive It's and it's powerful. So claim Psalm 91 for yourself and your family because there's such power in the scripture. So oh. as you can see why Psalm 91 is such a powerful verse for me and my family versus it's a psalm, it's a, a chapter. I remember when that day happened because your mother is an incredible woman of God. She's also been on our team and her name is Rebecca Bornman and she is an amazing woman of God. And uh, she texted me and said, please pray because my granddaughter, Lily, was run over by a big truck. Mm. And I just, and then when she told me what happened and that there was nothing wrong with her, I I was praising God. I know. I'm blown away at God. Mm -hmm. I know. Oh, I even, (laughs) seriously. Yeah. So it was a feather, like right. It felt like that that heavy, heavy two thousand, how four thousand pound truck. I don't know how heavy they are, but uh, it felt like a feather. She was protected under the wings of God. I just love it. Uh, wow. Yeah, there's such power in the word and protection. <laughs> and do you know what else I love about that is that your mom and your sister were singing it or, or saying mm-hmm. it together. Yeah, so long ago. Mm-hmm. And you remember, I, moms, you will never know the power you have when you speak the word of God mm-hmm. to your children, when you read the Bible to them, yeah. when you talk mm-hmm. about a scripture and you're excited about it. And yeah. something like, like Catherine, you have this legacy in your family of your mother reading that scripture and then you reading it and speaking it with your children. And now Lily's story and look, mm-hmm. everybody, we can look at this Psalm and see, you know, how good God is. And that's right. Oh. That's right. Yeah. There's such power in the scripture. Um, you know, at night, I don't know what it is about night, but all the fears come out to get you. Like my nine-year-old recent was like, mom, uh, at night, I feel like a monster is going to get me. And, you know, um, so a verse we say, and as adults, we don't, we don't fear monsters anymore, but at night there's like fears about your children or your marriage or the, the political landscape or whatever, all these fears. Um, and so 
a verse that we say together is God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And we sing it sometimes too. And there's such power in that too, because we just say it over and over. And it's like the peace of God just comes over him. In fact, that's another, may the peace, let the peace of God rule in your heart or, um, God, um, I just said, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but there's so many verses you can say with your kids at night, have them as in a card beside their bed, have them in cards beside your bed. When you're dealing with fears, um, there's such power in scripture at, at, uh, at, um, taking away that fear and replacing it with peace. And that peace comes from God's word and God's truth and his power. It's so good. In the um, September mothering kits, mm-hmm. this there are scripture cards that are about fear. Oh, I love it. Those yeah. are so good. Yes. Good. And uh, you just print them out and cut them out. But I agree with you. We need things right there. Cards. Um, the Navigator yeah. makes scripture cards too. Uh, yeah. The more that you have God's word around your house. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Okay. So this is a good one. What is the one thing you love about Jesus right now? <laughs> because I know you love a thousand things about him. Right. I do. Yes. But I love that um, when everything in the world is changing, God never changes, that he is steady, that he is loving, that he is kind, that he is faithful. So that's something that I love about him right now today. <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. He never changes. Yeah. He's so it's always good. He's mm-hmm. good. Oh, I love that. Okay. Number three, what is one thing you love about being a mom right now? You know, I was thinking about this and I get so excited about just enjoying the little things with my kids all over again, whether it's like swinging on a swing set or laying in the grass and looking at the clouds or good. We were just talking about going to a pumpkin farm soon and enjoying all those little things that through the eyes of your children. And um, it's just so much fun to enjoy those little things again and again. (laughs) You have to do it as a kid. I mean, some things I'm doing now that I never did as a kid. And it's so fun. I get to experience it for the first time with them. Oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I love that you gave those little ideas. That's one thing I really like about you, Catherine. On your blog, you give so many good ideas. You're always oh. giving ideas. And mm-hmm. I love that about you because whenever you read something or you walk away from something that you've written or done, you're always like, oh, I could try this or I could try this. And mm-hmm. and I love those ideas that you have. And and uh, I was going to say, I feel the same way. I did that with my kids. And then it's yeah. fun to do things again with my grandkids because oh, we yeah. did, yeah, we did not actually get rid of our kids' toys. Like oh. we get a lot of them, but we have so many arts and crafts supplies and toys. And my grandkids love to dig through our toy boxes. Oh, fun. And uh, it's really fun. It's really, really fun. Oh, yeah. God, it's so good. Okay. Yeah. The next one is. What is the hardest part about being a mom right now? And how has the Lord helped you? You know, we were talking about this before we went live, but now that my sons are teenagers, they're busy, they're in school and they have homework and they're in sports and they're working part-time. And so just really connecting to their heart and finding out what's going on. And um, so I think just being able to stay tapped into what's happening and still being able to invest in them and speak to them and um, be a part of their lives where they're in right now and uh, coming alongside of what God's doing in their lives. So I think that comes back to wisdom and asking God for wisdom and asking God for time with them and ask God uh, for the a good connection between us. So 
I think that's I love that. I love how you were saying that one of your children the they really open up at night at like 10 30 at night. Yes. <laughs> right. My <laughs> oldest son all day long be like, how was school? Fine. What'd you do? Nothing. And then like I'm put everyone to bed and I go in and I check on him at 10 30 and I'm so ready for bed. And he's like, hey mom, let me tell you about my day. And I'm like, okay, now <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, fine. Yes. I'm interested. Please tell me everything you want to share. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're such a wise mom to do that. I remember uh, with my daughter, we were having, she was in fifth grade and we were having some issues. She was just really, something was going on with her. I don't know. She was just acting up, getting in trouble all the time. And then God told me to lay in bed with her and talk to her. And so I did. Mm. And it was like her little heart needed to be emptied out at night. Mm. And it was so much. I had to quit teaching. I used to teach at 6 a.m., step aerobics class. This was really fun. And I had to quit because I felt like this was more important that I was Mm -hmm. there with my daughter at night instead of having to go to bed early to get up early. I quit so that I could be there for her. And it was the best decision of my life because she did not move away from home. Like she moved away for a year and then she came back and I would sit on her bed and talk to her like until she was married, like until she left from our house and went to her husband's. And so is it's a it's a wise investment of your time, even if you need to take a nap during the day to, to just take that time to spend with your children and ask the Lord to give you energy the next day or to yeah. give you energy to listen. And yeah, you're so wise. I love that. Okay. Uh okay, here's oh wow, this is a good one for you. What is your best tip for the moms in our community? Oh man, you know I love mom tips. I know you do. <laughs> Where do I begin? I mean, I was thinking about this and I feel like the mom tip I have is like, don't compare because God has given each mom unique gifts and talents, a certain personality to parent the children that God has given her and to make a difference around her. So, I mean, if you're like thinking about running a race, you know, it talks about running a race in the Bible. uh, You got to stay in your lane because if you're looking to the right or to the left, you're not going to run your best race and you're going to get tripped up. And I know with social media, it's easy to start comparing and noticing everything everybody else is doing that you're not doing. Take a break from social media or unfollow those accounts that are making you feel not good enough. Because whether you're comparing to someone who's got it better than you or worse than you, both make you feel bad. So don't compare. Focus. Ask God to show you what he's put inside you and know that those are the gifts that the world needs, that your family needs and your spouse needs. So don't compare. Stay in your lane. And then also just enjoy your kids. I mean, take a few minutes every day to like laugh together or play a game. Like my kids say, mom, let's play tag. And um, I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. But I'm like, I can do that for five minutes. It's exercise. And you end up like laughing so hard trying to chase them or they're getting you. And so you can do it for five minutes and you'll be so glad you did because now like two of my kids don't ask to play tag anymore. They're too big for that. So enjoy your kids. Find things to laugh together about. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm going to do that tomorrow with my grandkids. We get them on Wednesdays. Oh. <laughs> great idea because I even noticed with my granddaughter, she's getting older. Yes. And, uh, so yeah, definitely. I'm going to have to do that tomorrow. I'll do that. I'm so glad okay. you said that. That's so good. Oh, thanks. Okay. The last question. Oh, that's it. So you, yeah. just, so you just pray for us. Okay. All right. 
Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for each of these moms that are listening today. I pray that if any of them are discouraged, that they will come to you for rest and encouragement. God, if any of them are doubting you, God, that you will show them that you are real and you are good. God, I pray that you provide for every mom financially, spiritually, emotionally. God, I pray they come to you for wisdom and that you will pour it lavishly on them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you guys for being here. We are so thankful. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you for everything you do for our moms. And we just appreciate you so much. And we love you guys and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, mom, have you heard about our new mothering kit subscription? We just launched it and we are so excited. We've been looking at all these moms who have been joining us joining the subscription and just seeing what it's all about. We've been working on this for so long and we've been so excited to put it into your hands. Over in our mothering kit, we have monthly help for your heart as a mom so that you can fill up so that you can pour out. We have a whole mentoring platform over there so that we can help you to become the mom that you feel that you're called to be. We also have help for your home so that you can build a Christ-centered home with Christ-centered traditions for your family. We have help for your marriage, encouragement for you, monthly encouragement with reflection questions, and so much more. We have help for your kids. We want to help you in discipling your kids to know Jesus and to love Him more and to walk with Him all of their days. And we also have a whole worship set for you each month. Our entire subscription is themed and it's really beautiful because you're learning one theme throughout each month and it's going to thread through each part of our subscription. We also have one last thing we really want to tell you about is something in culture that we're tackling, something that's relevant to you and your mothering that you're facing and it's coming at you. And we talk through some of these cultural hot topics that we have to encounter as moms and know what to do and know how to guide our children. So we've added that in there too. And there's more, but if you wanted to just go to myhelpclubformoms.com, you can see what it's all about and sign up for your free 14 day trial. And we hope to see you there. Have a great day.